RLC founder Dave Evans spends time with partners, clients, and friends in the USA talking about all things business. If you are an inspiring business owner, an entrepreneur, a CEO, or a coach who wants real advice about what to do in business today and wants to hear frank conversations, then this is the show for you. Real life consultations, challenges, and ideas from all around the world. We hope you enjoy this episode of Consultivation. Welcome back to Consultivation. I am here and pleased to report that Eric Swick from Swick Business Strategies is back with us. Eric, are you better? Yes, I'm so glad to be back. Um, yes. I'm did you hear? Did you hear about? We did give you kudos uh, and uh, on the last couple of episodes, giving you a shout out about being poorly. Oh, okay. Well, last week it actually was my birthday, and I was actually up skiing and enjoying a beautiful day with my wife and one of my daughters. So um, I apologize for having fun. Well, I'm glad you did. Talk, talk to me about how your skiing went and, and you know, wh where were you? How many yeah, times? I was, I was up, yeah, you know, I live in Colorado, so we were up at Copper Mountain, which is one of our favorite places to ski. And yeah. I really had an epic day. And um, a lot of it has to do with just focusing on my mind and controlling what I'm capable of doing. You know, so often we have these negative thoughts that, you know, we can't do much. And um, in the past, I would ski maybe three hours in a day and then my legs would be cramped up and I couldn't ski anymore and that would be the end of it. I skied for six hours, did 23 runs, and I believe that's all just because of positive thinking. Um, I, I haven't done anything to condition myself any differently than any other year. Um, so I think it's a testament to the, the power of your mind and how you can control a lot of things. So, And that, I think that segues beautifully into this topic we want to talk about this week, which is inspired or expired. Now, the context for this original debate has always been leadership. So does your leadership inspire or expire people you lead, people you talk to, etc.? So... Eric, let, let's consider what, what, from your perspective, does inspired mean? What, 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 is it, what do you take from the, the meaning of the word? Well, you know, hopefully I've been inspirational in the past in my leadership role, but I remember a gentleman that I worked for, this is when I worked at Coors Brewing Company, that he was so inspirational because he really focused on the people. Yeah. Necessarily the numbers, but he felt like if you got people engaged and inspired them, that the results will come. And that's exactly what happened. Um, so that's where I see the power of inspiration, how you can get, you know, large groups of people in an organization moving in a direction that is positive, if you can get them excited about it. You know, and a lot of times it starts with that vision, right? That's, that's usually the most inspiring part is, you know, trying to just paint a picture for people on, you know, if we can all pull together, here's what we can achieve. I, I think you're absolutely right, and and it, it's, it's inspiration. I think is a a word that the world has lost track of using properly. So, yeah. so you know, oh, that inspired me, and then you find out the person didn't take any action. You're like, well, did it really? Yeah. Or did you just feel good in the moment? Because there's a difference between being truly inspired where you act, think, and do something different versus just feeling good about 
what it is you might have just heard, seen, or learned. Yeah. But, but I loved your I loved your answer. I, I think inspiration is missing today. Uh, but I, but I, I want to explore in all the years of running workshops. Where did I find inspiration? Where, where do you think it was? Where did you find inspiration in your workshops? Yes, yeah, so imagine running leadership workshops and, and in, you know, yeah. 20, 2012 alone, I remember doing, um, it must have been 30 leadership programs that were five days long. Where do you think inspiration sat? Where, where, where do you think I found it? Well, I think you find it in seeing how people take what you've taught them and actually put it to action. To me, that's what's inspiring to see people actually, you know, not just sit there so that they can get, you know, accredited or get some kind of accreditation. It's a matter of, you know, okay, how am I going to use that? And if, you know, me as a presenter, if I see people taking that and then doing something different, or acting different, that's to me, I, I would assume is what inspires you. Um, the answer is yes, it does. So, but I think that's inspiration where the end product is also joy. So, yeah. um, because the joy is a coach when someone is sticking to doing something they thought they either couldn't and now do yeah. it's truly remarkable. Uh, so I, I think you pulled out a really great positive. I think what surprised me, if I asked the question, who inspires you and why, and there's a clear who. The answers people would give were never Amazon, Jeff Bezos. They were never Bill Gates, a big, you know, not even Steve Jobs, you know, late Steve Jobs. They were never names you knew, right? <laughs> it was always my granny, yeah. my auntie, my yeah. mother, my brother, my nephew, you know, uh, amazing stories of children who had faced tremendous difficulty um and I, you know i can think of one as i think of it right now where her, her child had been through leukemia and they couldn't understand why the joy that the child was still full of joy uh and so do you see the difference yeah because that really is that's like wow you know and, and i think we forget with inspiration that it's a moment that should catch your breath should like like that almost a bit like the perfect surprise you're going oh my and if it's not that yeah is this inspiration and maybe it is for some people but i'm just asking the question you know when were you last startled stopped in your tracks going wow didn't realize that well, it was probably when you said something like thank you <laughs> yeah, appreciate, appreciate your um look, satirical encouragement yeah <laughs> it's, it's a thing eric right yeah yeah but I, I think it's allowing us to see you know inspiration our, our friends down in bolton pauline and kevin in their late 70s were up in the rivington uh woodland area where they live picking up litter at the weekend mm. you know in their 70s yeah is it that's but again question is is that inspirational or is that just encouraging because there's a difference yeah what, what about expired then what, what what do you think about that word so when i think of expired i think you know in a grocery store things expire they lose their shelf life they're no longer relevant they're no longer you know 
uh, alive, you know, ultimate expiration is when you die, right? So, you know, so that's what I think of. But I, I feel there's also a positive I'd like to kind of talk about when it comes to this, because I think about sometimes it may be all right to be expired. And my example of that would be is if I'm leading a team and they really embrace self-leadership and they take upon themselves, you know, self-development and all of that, well, maybe that expires a part of my role as a leader, which is not a bad thing necessarily. So I like to always look at the glass half full as opposed to half empty. So that's that's a spin I look at when I think about expired. But I, I, I think I, I like it, right? I remember, I remember years ago reading about Dave Scott, the multiple Ironman champion. Yeah. As in the champion of Ironman champions. That's the most remarkable thing. And I, I believe you've met him. Yes, I have. I, I can't believe how jealous I was when you told me that information. Because um, I'm like, no way. But he used to say this thing about, you know, what is it that makes you what you are today? And he'd talk about rinsing his cottage cheese. Now, <laughs> whether that's true or not, doesn't matter. For him, it made a mental difference. Now, move away from the cottage cheese. Now let's talk about, you know, yesterday, Philadelphia cheese, right? And it had been left out in the kitchen. It hadn't been a particularly warm day, but it was warm enough for it to change its composition. Yeah. I opened it and it was all curdled. Ooh. Therefore, it's expired. Yes. And we, but the point I want to make is you wouldn't eat that, would you? Unless you didn't know. You'd go, yeah. oh, and I've got these beautiful sourdough little tiny crackers that are really beautiful with a bit of that on. So I picked up this sourdough felt and fig little cracker going, this is going to be delicious. Off comes the lid. Expired, oh, <laughs> right? But the question is, expired leadership uh, outside of making yourself redundant, which is a good leadership principle, right? Right. Expired leadership. Do people look at you coming in the office and go, yes, it's Eric. You know, flags up metaphorically, you know, who just go, Eric's in, let's go. Yeah. Or are they going, oh no. Yeah. The boss has pulled up. Yeah. So are you inspired again or expired? Right. So let's have a chat, Eric, for a minute about really clever ways or simple ways you can inspire yourself and others. Do you have any ideas of things you could do? Because I believe there's a blog going out today. There are nine things on the list. Yeah, I mean, I, I think one of the things that you can do to inspire yourself and others is really take the time to visualize where you want to go, what the future might look like. And yeah, yeah don't, don't keep it to yourself. You know, share it, get input, you know, maybe refine it with others' input. But that that's one way that I think you can inspire people. I think I've been going through a lot of training over the last several years and have picked up a lot of knowledge and experience on just people skills, leadership skills. And so I think another way to inspire is to share that, to coach people and share, you know, those learnings that I have that I know have worked for me and that I know will help others in being you know, more successful than they had been. That's, that's two very great suggestions to coach people the skills that you've learned and invested time in. Uh, here, here's another one. Find out what the team need or want regularly. Yes. That, that's challenging because you're actually having to not think about yourself. 
Yeah, yeah. And the, the key part I like there is the need. You know, teams need things. They need yeah. support. They need direction. They need tools to do the job efficiently. Um, that's where, you know, that's how you can inspire them by providing some of that. Good. And then also, um, I, I was I telling about this? There, there, there's a sports theory about the aggregate of the unseen incrementals. And that's things like, um, I might have been telling you yesterday, Eric, I forgot. Yeah, to, maybe. Yeah, maybe I forgot to tell you the answer. Um, but it's, I may as well tell you today live. And that, that is, in a, in, in a sporting arena, when the team run out from the changing rooms, or even in the changing rooms, um, what does the changing rooms environmentally display? Does it add to the mental strategies that they need in that process? Even if it's like... Um, we watched this uh, TV show called Ted Lasso from the US. Oh. Uh, I think I can't remember who made it, NBC or something like that. But he's an American football coach who takes over an English soccer club. Right? And, and he uses all of his mental strategies of how he used to run an American football team yeah. in what was meant to be the Premier League in England. So, um, but what was really interesting, one of the first things he did is he painted this quote um, above the door and and there's something in that that's that's a tiny bit of detail isn't it of how many people are going to look at that per se probably everybody but yeah. if one person takes it in on the day that they need it you're in an absolutely fabulous space now i'm pleased to inform you the magnificent kevin turnbull is about to join us live oh. from los angeles mr turnbull well, Hey, how are you doing, guys? Good. Hey, Eric, what did you ask Kevin? I didn't ask him anything. I just said better late than never. That's true. But the big question is, Kevin, have you had a good cup of tea yet? <laughs> oh, we are in trouble. Kevin has got tea in his mug. We are in a lot of trouble. So, Kevin, we're talking about inspired or expired leadership. And the impact of the word inspiration and the impact of the word expiration. What was really great, we were just talking about um, a really simple example, which is in sporting arenas where there's an aggregate of incrementals that's got nothing to do with the sporting game you're in, like a message in the locker room, the walk out to the stadium where everything is labeled and signed and you know it's all got mental influence, but it's not necessarily gonna make somebody play better. It's going to make them feel better. Um, so what do you think about the term, Kevin, being inspired? Because the other question before you answer is, I was posing the question is, we often use inspiration for a feeling that's nice rather than true inspiration is found in personal struggle, close family members local to you and not necessarily big heroes in the press. What do you think? Uh, well, I, um, I think inspiration is a great—it's um, a great word. And and I was prepping for this, um, and I was thinking to myself, how many inspiring people do you meet? And the, I think the the, the 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 trite answer is not that many. But I think in the real world that everyone has the ability to be inspiring. But they just—they either just don't know it, or don't recognise it, or haven't got confidence in it. But and but but they they can be, but they don't know how to work at it. Yeah. And I I think that's a that's a kind of a bit of a truism for me, 
Um, you know, when I talk to people, I try and inspire them, inspire them because they can be inspirational themselves. Yeah. And if you get into that conversation where you both got, you know, inspiration, you get onto some sort of emotional high because you feel inspired. You feel, wow, this is wonderful. This is so positive. And I think everyone has the ability to do that. But it's getting it out. That's the trick. It is. So let me share some of the tales of inspiration then from the blog that was posted by Debbie today, Eric, right? So halfway down, it talks about some of the actual stories from retreats. I, I chose a different one, Kev, I remembered earlier. The single mum battling through life to provide for her family despite adversity. A working professional managing two children and a disabled child while still achieving in the workplace, hardly sleeping each night, a proper superhero. Mm-hmm. A child beaten, abused, runs away, confronts the world of drugs and violence, makes tough decisions and goes on to overcome adversity, seeks help and is a high-flying exec today. I'll choose a different one. A dad who was shot in a foreign country and the son who fled to stay there nurses him before returning. I mean, I, 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 I never forget uh, when... Um, Roger Tempest from Broughton Hall told the story about going to have to find a way to get a helicopter to bring his mother back. Uh, I mean, how do you do those things? I guess sometimes, Kevin, because you have to. Yes, I, I, yes, I, I agree. And, 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 and those, those tales are great, um, uh, but they also hide the other side of it all, which is expiration where yeah. people don't, don't escape from their misfortune or their drugs or their, uh, or their you know, their work-life balance goes awry and, you know, they get, end up in divorce or whatever it might be. Um, and and it, it just, it, it's kind of reinforcing that point I made about, you know, you can be inspiring. You can um, get through the problems that life, uh, you know, throws at you um, and see them as a challenge to overcome, not something to be lost in despair. And those are great stories, Dave. They're great. They, they are fabulous, aren't they? And, and what I loved about them and why we caught them as an example or a sample, Eric, was they were real people. There was nobody on that list who was considered exceptional. Their choices and their outlook yeah. were exceptional. And that's what, for me, made them inspiring. Because, And also in my life, I, I don't have parents to look up to. So when I hear people talking about parents that, that inspire them, I, I have to sit there going, I wonder what that's like. That sounds amazing, you know, because I don't have a version in my world to compare to. Yeah. But it leaves an attitude of curiosity for me as to what is that like. So how do you inspire yourself, Eric and Kevin? How do you do that? What, what do you do to stay inspired when you need to be? You know, to me, what inspires me and what keeps me going is constantly learning. Uh, you know, I, I've often said, I've said this probably for the last 50 years of my life, that when you stop learning, you might as well just, you know, lay down and go six feet under. Um, you know, that's part of life and it should never end. I think of my dad who's 96 years old and he inspires me because he still bowls. Well, he's going to be 97 this month. so. Wow. Almost 97 and he still bowls in a bowling league. 
you know, but the thing that inspires me the most about him, he doesn't have a formal education other than, you know, he graduated from high school, but then he went into World War II. He never went to college, but he is probably the smartest person I know on this planet because he reads. He reads yeah. only. He's always like, still at this age, he's still learning. Um, and so to me, that's that's an important part of being inspirational, but also being inspired. It's great. It's right. a great example, isn't it? Kev, mm -hmm. what about you, sir? I, well, I, I agree with uh, what you say, Eric, um, you know, that lifetime learning um, yeah. is something you've got to work at as well. Yeah. Um, but I, generally, I get inspired by people. Um, you know, they, 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 you know, when when you when you interact with somebody who is you know positive, who's got a glow about them, who's got an, that that ill-defined aura about them, um, it is so, just so inspiring. And I used to um, uh, this is back in the UK. I knew this guy because um, I because I, I I was dating his daughter, right? Um, and uh, and and this guy um, was an orphan. And um, so he didn't know what his family was. He didn't have, like you said, Dave, he didn't have the inspiration of parents to look up to. And when he was 12, so this is after World War II, probably in the 50s, he picked up a, what he thought was a rock, but turned out to be a hand grenade. <laughs> and it went off in his hand. Oh. And uh, and so he was, you know, he, he, um, uh, he became disabled. Um, and he didn't have all his limbs and one of his arms, but he was such a positive person. He ended up being a director of Xerox. He just didn't let um, his uh, disabilities get in his way. He was a racing driver. He was a he was a father of two. Um, he had a he had a great life, um, and and he was just all round inspirational. Just by the way he faced and challenged and faced down adversity. Mm -hmm. uh, they're the people that kind of I kind of go, you know, I get goosebumps even thinking about yeah. it. You know, you've, you've taken me to, you know, I was thinking about what you had to say there about people who've caught my imagination. And there's, there's a photographer called Charles Dooley, and uh, he was on patrol in 2012 um, in Afghanistan, and. He, he stepped on an improvised explosive device, an IED, and he, 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 he injured his legs and his left arm. But now, fortunately, the, me the medic crew acted fast, Kevin, right? And when you hear him speak, he talks about his life got reduced to five seconds at a time. All he could think about was the next five seconds. Can I get to the next five seconds? And I remember hearing that simplicity, because sometimes that's all it takes. And yet these extreme examples, like your, your friend there who went through that harrowing experience, we often forget, because we're so impressed by the story, we forget what they're impressing upon us. And that's one of the things that I look for in inspiration is not just the feeling in the moment of hearing about it. What is it impressing on me that I need to act with as a result? And if that, that would be my, my answer to the same question you guys have both answered from constant learning and being inspired by people, Kevin, that you've just talked about their aura, there's something about them. Those auras are usually, very rarely are they gifted, nurtured things that have happened to them. 
something has made them like it. And when you realize and impress what, what impressed that upon them, we can find a path to almost learn the same lesson without having to go through it. Yeah, yeah. What I often think when I hear those stories is, I have nothing to be, to complain about. I, you know, I, I not suffered like some of these other people and been fortunate enough not to. So I can't complain. I got to be positive. And that's the learning, you know, because like you talk about, you know, you can be inspired by someone, but if you don't act on it, what does it mean? Well, my action typically is for me to change my thinking and yeah. how I look at the world. Um, it makes me think differently. Yeah, and you know, yeah that, that, I think that's right. Um, um, on that point, Eric, you know, a, a lot of people don't have adversity in their lives. They, 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 you know, they, 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 they have a good family and all of that. But, but the inspiring members, uh, people that are like that, don't allow themselves to drift, which is quite easy to do, you know, because things are comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, people who accept challenges and want to grow and learn to grow they are the inspiring people amongst us. Although I still contend that everyone has that inspiration gene, if only they know how to unlock it and turn it on. Yeah. Of course, that's when coaching comes in. It, it has to be said. Yeah. Well, I, I think that everyone can be inspirational at different moments in their lives and different experience. It just depends what it is. You know, I've been a type one diabetic since I was 48. I have to live with an insulin pump attached to me 24 seven. Um, you know, I don't let that change my life. And when I talk to anyone that I, I've had several people referred to me that are newly diagnosed as diabetics. And when I tell them, this doesn't have to change your life. I try to inspire them to say, you know, you can still live your life like you did before you were diagnosed because there's all these medical advancements and improvements. You know, obviously I could take the approach that, oh, woe was me, I've got this ailment and, you know, it's the end of the world. But that's that's just not me and that's just not what I want to teach people. I want to teach them. But I'm ins inspirational in that one little moment related to that when I'm dealing with people that have been newly diagnosed and helping them get through that trauma of learning that I have this lifelong illness I'm going to have to deal with. But I'm not doing that all the time. Right. Yeah, I've got I have a friend of ours um, that their daughter was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when she was, uh, I'll say, 12 or 14, mm -hmm. you know, diff difficult teenage years. Yeah. And, um, and they, you know, they they inspired her just to kind of get on with it and, you know, it shouldn't hold you back. Um, the family have become big fundraisers for um, diabetes charities, so they've, they've given themselves a focus. And the whole story is inspirational yeah. against the background of some adversity. Yeah. yeah. It's, these, are, these are great points and great conversational things to think about. Yeah. And whether it's thinking about how many people do you meet who you found inspirational, did you notice what it is about them? Whether you're continuing to learn, whether you're finding that you're always inspired by these people that come into your life. Who, and they do come into your life, but that's the thing. Uh, the other thing, if you spend more time around people like this, Kevin, you attract more of them by default because there's something about it. I was once traveling back from the US to the UK and we were flying to a city in the north. You can work out where it might have been. And I was flying from Florida, amplified by the fact that most people go to Florida for maybe Disneyland or something like that. 
You can imagine how depressed people are on holiday, leaving their holiday to go back to what they would see as the grind. But I got to tell you, the hangar for the flight back to Britain was like a mood hoover. I've seen funerals with more life in them. And <laughs> I don't mean to be facetious. Gen generally, I, I remember I'd been in the bar having some bourbons. And I'd come down to the hangar feeling really relaxed from a very busy US trip. Going, right, let's go home type thing, Kev, right? On a long haul flight. Go, here we go. And then looking at this hangar going, wow, <laughs> this is miserable. And I remember asking the lady on the gate, going, when, when, how, how long is it going to be? She says, it's going to be half an hour. I'm off back to the lounge. <laughs> because <laughs> there was a better vibe in there versus the vibe at the gate. Yeah. Right. But, it, but you can magnetate positively, can't you? And negatively. So it's being aware of it as to what's going on around you. I, I would like us to bring this week to a close and really focus in on the two quotes you both just said. Everyone has the inspiration gene. It's learning how to unlock it, Kevin. I think that's an absolute gem. And if you listen to Consultivation this week and you are unsure, get a coach, get a mentor, get a conversation. You know, a long night, long walk, work it out. In the blog that we published today on the rlc-global.com blog site, you can go and look at the full article. And there's a statement in there that says, if you don't know you why, you don't know yourself well enough yet. Spend the time to work that through with a coach. And, and I also love, Eric, that you backed it up straight away off the cuff like a two, true you know, team player on the same team. Everyone has it in them. Sometimes we don't realize it. You don't know the effect you have on others until it's too late to know. So why not choose what that effect is and do it on purpose, do it intentionally, inspirationally. So is there a final nugget of wisdom from both of you wonderful gents before we wrap up Consultivation this week um, about this need to be inspiring, particularly, Kevin, as you did on Double D Do Business post-COVID? Yeah. I, I think it's just that everyone should keep this as something that they work on and practice it because... You know, we need more of it in the world, right? It's it's a positive thing. So sending yeah. out positive energy, I think, is always a good thing. That's a great message. Mr. Turbo. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think you do have to work at it. Um, and, and Dave, you mentioned, you know, understanding your, your purpose, your, your why. Um, you know, when I moved to L.A., I spent quite a lot of time, you know, a, a number of months kind of thinking quite deeply about this because I was looking to reinvent myself as something else. Um, and in my uh, why is the, the, the line, um, uh, my purpose is to inspire people to be the best they can be. So I kind of embrace the whole idea of inspiration and I deliberately work at it. Yeah. I, I think, um, I think that's a wonderful example of taking the time my hand is here. There it is. And then working on it. Don't quite, you're not going to see that, are you? Over here. <laughs> um, but I think let's let's put that together with um, a, a quote from the film Robin Williams, Dead Poet Society, where there were lots of quotes in that movie. The theatre of life goes on. Will you contribute a verse? But he does say, seize the days, boys. Yeah. Make your lives extraordinary 
And I think the older you get, the more you realise how, how, how fragile life is. And, and, and I'd like to just say that in my happiness model on a day-to-day -day basis, once I'm delighted to be awake, right? And that's my first tick in the box on a day-to-day -day basis. I made it today. That's not me being sensational. There have been plenty of times in my life where I nearly didn't make it. So I'm very happy to be here. I then make a daily commitment to have an impact. That's it. Yeah. It can be doing the groceries. It can be going to the gas station or in Britain, the garage, <laughs> right? It, it, can be do, it can be passing somebody in a lane. Hi, just talking to somebody. But it's making a choice that day to have the impact that's available to you. And Kevin, going back to your point, bringing that aura to the conversation to be an encouragement to others. So we've been Consultivation. Conversations about consulting by consultants. Consultivation. Uh, join us back next week where we can take another look into even more deep stuff that you could be putting into your business. Kevin Turbill, thank you for your time, sir. A pleasure. Pleasure, Dave. Mr. Swick, marvellous to have you back. Yes, good to be back and a great conversation. I'm glad Kevin could join us. Absolutely. And as a wizard at the time of his choosing. See you on the next episode. <laughs> I was inspiring other people. Thank you for listening to Consultivations, brought to you by RLC Global, helping you become a best version business. If you want any help from the conversations in the show today, please reach out to info at rlc-global.com and one of our team would be delighted to talk with you. Go to rlcglobal.group for more information and free content designed to help you.